wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I wouldn't eat it. What you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? Welcome to All Colorado Everything. This is Ace, where we break down three Colorado sports stories three times a week for about 15 to 20 minutes to start your day with the best conversation, analyst, and discussion we can possibly bring you about Colorado professional sports. I'm Matt Kennedy, your host, and it is Broncos Day because we are Patrick Sertan, number of days away from the first Broncos game of 2021 season. I love saying that. I love that number. I love the fact that Denver can possibly see a change in the trajectory in the team starting on Sunday against the Giants. We can just be giddy about it. That is what we're talking about today, and we'll get to Locked On Broncos podcast on Cody Roig later on in about five minutes as we have a great discussion talking about this Sunday and the upcoming season. Guys, just an FYI, if you missed any episodes from this week, go to Spotify at All Called Everything Sports Podcast and look up uh, this week's episodes, we talk uh, buffs with Mark Johnson, and then we talk nuggets with DNVR's Harrison Wynn. Plenty of guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. We are so excited to bring you some amazing all Colorado everything podcasting episodes. As for today, let's get right into it. Uh, why do I make such a bold statement about the Broncos making a trajectory uh, change in their atmosphere? Well, Possibly because of the same name I mentioned earlier, Patrick Sertan, playing in his first NFL game in two days, and that can be the start of the next Bronco great, and the players around him could bring Denver their first winning season since 2016. There is no reason to believe that this team, however, will be a Super Bowl winning team anytime soon. But Denver fans are itching, Broncos fans are scratching and clawing for a playoff season, for a winning season. And this could be the chance slash window to do so at approximately 2.25 p.m. on Sunday from MetLife Stadium. Broncos fans, we know how I feel about MetLife. This one's going to be a little bit different. It will be the Broncos versus the Giants in week one. And we are getting you ready with everything blue and orange on today's show. Who will be the heroes of the season? Who will be the Debbie Downers of the year? And who will be the main storylines for the Broncos in 2021? Let's start it out with a simple question. What are the expectations? Answer, it is wrong to expect a blowout from either team, Giants or Broncos. Denver's not going to blow out the Giants, and the Giants are not going to humiliate the uh, the Broncos on Sunday. Neither team has that ability yet, but Denver will have the bigger chance to win this game based on the roster they bring to the table. Denver, a three-point favorite strictly because of that defense, the defense that didn't give up a single touchdown in the preseason, that defense that is the deepest in the NFL at the cornerback and safety position, that secondary. It's just, oh my gosh, it is like a filet mignon steak. You just want to bite into it, and 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 you can't get enough of it. And that defense that is returning a Hall of Famer and Von Miller to the field on Sunday to uh, join his partner in crime, Bradley Chubb. We can only hope that this amazing Vic Fangio defense can hold up through 17 games and can be as good as it looks on paper. We remember the stories from last year, the injuries, the lack of depth, the ultimately disappointing 5-11 season, and the defense ended up ranking 21st in total yards allowed last year. But you have to think that this year those numbers will be different. The missing pieces from last season 
have either been filled or replaced. The depth is deeper than it's been since the Super Bowl 50 winning season. You want specifics? Here's a couple for you. That secondary potentially has four uh, people who can be number one corners anywhere in the NFL from Patrick Sertan to Bryce Callahan to Ronald Darby and to Kyle Fuller. That defensive line has three Pro Bowl caliber guys from Vaughn to Bradley Chubb and Draymond Jones throwing Malik Reed. You potentially have four. Quick jump over to the offense. This one. Teddy Bridgewater winning the quarterback competition. You can say that I'm honestly a little or a lot excited to watch Teddy Two Hands go to work for Denver with all the weapons he now has in his arsenal. Tough to predict who's going to be his favorite on Sunday, but my bet is on Cortland Sutton. Teddy described Cortland on game day as being a different animal and how he just feeds into it, uh, having that look in his eyes. These two have shown some chemistry, especially in the last preseason game where Court got his confidence and his swagger back. We also talk about Jerry Judy has the potential to be a wide receiver one this year, but don't write out Cortland, who probably has the biggest chip on his shoulder entering um, this season out of all the guys in the entire locker room. Now let's go ahead and bring in somebody else, an expert in this field, Cody Ward from Lockdown Broncos. Cody, my goodness, we are Patrick Sertan, number of days away until Sunday. Cody, before we even get started, how are you feeling, man? It's a it's a busy time of the year, but I'm sure it's just all excitement at this point. Uh, anytime football season starts up, it tends to be the busiest time I have the you know the entire year. You know, on top of all the other stuff, I I tend to tackle and take on, man. So uh, I'm just excited. We had football Thursday night. It was great, great to have it back, and uh, now full game uh, slate on Sunday. Cody, give me your number one storyline, the main thing you're looking forward to watching unfold come Sunday at 2:25 at MetLife Stadium. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of it's going to be how is this Broncos offense really going to look with Teddy Bridgewater? I mean, we've we've seen limited spurts throughout this offseason, preseason. You know, we saw a little bit in the preseason, uh, you know, that week three preseason matchup opening up against the L.A. Rams and seeing how the first team offense kind of looked. They struggled a little bit. So to me, I want to see, can this team come out on the road, MetLife Stadium? Can they look a little bit better to open up, right? Because Teddy Bridgewater, he started 0 for 6. He ended up finishing 5 for 5. But, you know, this uh, this Giants defense is very underrated. Not a lot of people give him a lot of credit. You know, you have Leonard Williams there who can absolutely wreck your game plan. And then you also have James Bradbury, who's a very, very talented cornerback that's probably going to match up against Cortland Sutton. And those are very fantastic stories to watch out for indeed. But after everything you've seen from training camp to the quarterback battle to the three preseason games, when we talk about September, it has not been watched the Broncos in the last couple of years. So Fangio has yet to have a successful or yet winning September. What is an honest expectation for the first four games of the season? Broncos 4-0 team, a 3-1 team, 0-4. Are we going to talk about the, the world of suck season again? What are you expecting? Uh, it's really hard to pinpoint just at the top there, but, you know, looking at the schedule, it's very favorable for Denver kind of to start off. And now Baltimore's kind of looking like, uh, you know, one of those games in week four that, you know, if depending on if Denver, you know, does everything right. I mean, it could play favorably because they've just been so decimated by injuries, but you know, first off the giants, you really have to wonder about Saquon Barkley. You yeah. know, I think this will be a tough, tough measure here for the Broncos. If they can come out and win on the road here, I, you know, I think that they open up really favorably against the Jaguars in week two. And then you have your home opener week three against the jets and look, Zach Wilson looks really good, but that's also another team that's been decimated by injuries. I mean, theoretically on paper, the Broncos should start off three and oh, but you know, Vic has, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten off to that start in September. So it's going to be very crucial for him. It's going to be very crucial for this team. But I think the key for the Broncos, just in general, get up early because often at times the games they've struggled to get up early. You know, when you yeah. have a defense the way that Denver does, if you can get up early and you have confidence that defense is going to get stops now. However, if you get down early, 
you know, you're a little skeptical as to whether or not the offense could put points up on the board. I mean, that's just all based on last year. So really week one, I think it's going to be a little bit of a gauge for me how the whole entire season will go. But then again, there's going to be a lot of things that change along the way. Cody mentioned Saquon Barker for the Giants and his uh, his miraculous comeback so far for uh, for the Giants in his knee injury weeks. Kind of expecting him at least a month ago to come back maybe week three or four, but he's really turned out the momentum. He's going to be back week one against the Broncos. How much can we expect to see from him? How much of an impact can he actually make? Because you can't think he's going to be getting more than maybe 15, 20 carries, 80 yards maybe from Saquon. I mean, he's not he's not fully Saquon yet, or maybe he is. We really don't know. What do you expect from him? Well, you know, that's probably going to be the hard thing to gauge because really for Saquon last week, he just had his first contact practice of the yeah. entire offseason. So I imagine he's going to be on a little bit of a pitch count. And when you look at the Giants schedule, they play Denver on Sunday. Then on Thursday night football, they play the Washington football team. Sure. And then, you know, they have another game against the Falcons in week three, but they're going to play three games in the span of 17 days. If you're Joe Judge, if you're the Giants, I don't know how much I'm putting on Saquon now. I've seen his offseason workout videos. He looks good, right? But yeah. football contact is different than, you know, running drills and sand, which you can look good at doing that too. But, you know, I think uh, they're going to probably rely a little bit on a pitch count for Saquon, but I imagine Devontae Booker, former Broncos, is going to get a lot of run as well. He had a lot of success against Denver last year when they played the Raiders. So uh, we'll see if Denver can uh, be a little bit more stout against the run. Obviously, having Mike Purcell back to 100% is going to be key there. And obviously, having your linebackers healthy and having a healthy Von Miller, Bradley Chubb is questionable. I imagine he's going to play but if you don't see him play too much you're going to see a lot of Malik Reed and even some Jonathan Cooper rotating in so I think that the Broncos will be okay in this game going back to the Broncos and their workload uh, they have they have tons of depth a lot of positions could you got three sets of players for you and I want you to answer the question of who will have a better game between these uh, three sets of players and just a quick reason why for each one okay you mind me listening off these guys and give me a quick reason yeah sure okay number one running back position Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams who's going to have the better Sunday Javante Williams. Why? I think he's going to have one of those splash plays, right? And, you know, not necessarily anything against Melvin Gordon. I think Javante Williams, one of the plays he's going to have, whether it's out of the backfield as a receiver or as a run, he's going to have a really big play. It's going to be a momentum booster. I, I Like I said, a, a chunk play. I think that you're going to see steady from Melvin Gordon, but Javante is going to have the big splash play that gives the team a little bit of momentum here. I like it. I love it. I think the fans will love that one as well. A second one, Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller. Who's going to have the better Sunday and why? Von Miller. I mean, right now, Bradley Chubb, obviously questionable at the ankle. He's going to give it a go. I know that. But I think that for Von Miller, he's back. He's when he wants to wreak havoc this year. One year deal, you know, remaining on his contract. He wants yeah. to be extended. He's going to come out heavy right away, right out of the gates. And then the last one, the fans really want to see this one play out well. Uh, they want to see both guys succeed. But on Sunday, Jerry, Judy and Cortland Sutton, who's going to have the better game? Oh, Cortland Sutton. Corlin Sutton's got that look in his eyes as Teddy Bridgewater had talked about it as well. Yeah. Jerry Judy's going to get his opportunities, but I think we're going to see Corlin Sutton. This is going to be a huge game for him. Uh, you know, he and Teddy Bridgewater have gotten really, really close. They have a lot of chemistry. Same thing with Teddy and, and Jerry Judy, but for Cortland, this is really his first test back. Yes, he had the preseason game week three uh, against the Rams, but this is where it matters. And for him coming back and being healthy for week one is going to be a huge thing. Uh, and it's going to set the tone for the rest of the season. You know, Cortland is that alpha male in that wide receiver room, and he's going to get that first opportunity. Everything starts and it's got to start hot for Corlin. And we just hope that we, I mean, it's going to be an amazing season for both of them. We already know that one, but who's going to develop as a wide receiver one. That is the biggest question to, uh, to consume. But Cody, last question that I have for you, tons of names. We just mentioned all these guys potentially can have a breakout year or an award winning year. However, by the end of the 17 game season for Denver by February, who will be the crowning MVP of the Broncos 2021 season? Oh, well, defense. So I'm gonna go with Justin Simmons. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Simmons is the most valuable guy there. He's going to generate takeaways. He's so smart, so cerebral. I mean, the, the amount of time he puts into studying film, I mean, you can see why he's successful on Sundays. He knows what teams are going to do. He knows how to change based on the formation. He knows how to give those disguise looks there. If I'm going to go on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I think maybe one guy that's going to probably be the MVP for them this season. Look, I think under the radar, you know, we talk about production. I think uh, you look at Noah Fan. I think Noah Fan, if he can stay okay. healthy, He's going to be poised for a really, really big season here because, look, a lot of defenses, they're going to focus on covering up guys like Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, even Tim Patrick. So who's going to have opportunities a lot more probably than some of those other guys, more chances to have some big splash plays? It's going to be no offense. Would it be crazy to say that Teddy Bridgewater has a chance no. of being the MVP so far this year? Not at all because, really, the whole offense goes through Teddy. So he's sure. going to have a major, major part in that. So I'd say that's fair. Are you excited for him? On Sunday, I keep asking follow-up questions. Were you excited for him to play on Sunday? He's 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 getting ready to go. He's got the best weapons he's ever had. Yeah, you know, and I think that's the thing that not many people are talking about. That you know, they're talking about well, Teddy never you know takes the shots downfield. But you know, if, if people go back and they watch the Carolina Panthers last season, Teddy has five or six plays where he shot the ball fifty to sixty yards downfield. Like he yeah. takes shots downfield. But you know, you look at Carolina, their offense wasn't predicated to be a deep ball throwing offense. Teddy's very capable of doing that. So you know, the narratives that we see get put out there, and people grasp onto him and say, "Oh, he's just a checkdown guy." I, I always tell people, go back and. Watch watch the film because that's not true. I mean, Teddy will take what the defense gives him, but you also have to factor. This is an offense that has guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, guys who can get downfield KJ Hamler with his speed. You have to be able to take shots downfield. He would not be the starting quarterback. If the offensive coordinators of Pat Shermer didn't believe that he can do that. We keep saying it back in camp. Teddy potentially had better long balls and more accuracy than drew luck had. So Cody with that, we, uh, we wish you would do uh, have a fantastic rest of your day. And uh, before we let you go, final prediction for Sunday's uh, Sunday's matchup. Oh man, you always put me on the spot. I hate predictions <laughs> generally just because I, you know, I've always feel like it's kind of bad, bad karma to put out there, but totally. I think that the Broncos are in a good position to start off season with a victory. I mean, I think this will be huge for Vic Fangio. It'll be huge for this locker room, this organization, a very crucial year. I think that the Broncos have a little bit more riding for them right now. So I think that they're going to go into MetLife at 2:25 PM mountain time kickoff. I think they're going to take the victory on the road. Cody says it. Let's see what happens. Cody, thanks so much. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you, Matt. Big shout out to Cody Rourke for joining us on today's show. Follow him on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL and check out him on YouTube and any podcasting format at the Locked on Broncos podcast. He does a great work alongside, say, Bettinger, and you can look at him for any coverage that you need from the Denver Broncos. Coming up on Sunday, it will be the Broncos versus the Giants. As for today, that is all she wrote. We will see you guys on Monday. This has been Ace All Calder Everything and happy NFL. Kickoff weekend.